Welcome to the Woodland Heights Baptist Church Sunday Talks podcast. Sunday Talks is a weekly roundtable discussion about theological and cultural topics. For more information and show notes, visit whbcconway.org forward slash Sunday Talks. Here's your host, Pastor Larry White. Welcome to Sunday Talks. I am so glad to have joining with me today, Rox Horton, our discipleship pastor. We haven't gotten to do one of these together. He's done some and I've done some separately, but today we're talking about the Arkansas Baptist State Convention that we just finished this week. In fact, as we're recording this, it just finished yesterday. And this was, I started to count up, Rox, how many I had gone to, and I, there's no way to keep track of that but uh i can count mine one one that's right that's that's one of the reasons i wanted rocks to come and be here is because i love a fresh perspective on things and when someone sees something for the first time and it was a joy to get to sit next Mm -hmm. to you and to uh uh, be encountered this with somebody who hadn't been there before and to also meet some of the people that have impacted me and we're going to talk a lot about that i wanted to start off with uh as as i know in fact i've it was neat being at the convention I had people say, hey, we, I watch Sunday Talks or listen to it. And so uh, a lot of times they listen to ones that they like, you know, they, they, a topic or a person. And so I know a lot of people will listen to this because they like Rox Horton. Oh, okay. and, uh, but at, for our members particularly, I know we talked about this. We don't talk enough about who we are as, mm. as Southern Baptist, Arkansas Baptist State Convention Cooperative Program. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But the Arkansas Baptist State Convention is, is made up of 1,563 churches. That is a lot of churches. There's about 30 of those in Faulkner County. And, uh, uh, you know, not every Baptist church is part of the Southern Baptist Convention, but those who are, most of those, almost all of those that are Southern Baptist churches in Arkansas are part of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. Mm-hmm. And we, we just decided as, as uh, churches that we wanted to, to, to align with the Southern Baptist Convention. And we also decided that we could do it better locally through being a part of the state convention and also a part of the local association. And so the Arkansas Baptist State Convention is the state uh, association or convention that works uh, uh, also with those other two, those other two groups. And the thing that pulls us together uh, is, our, is, is really two things, is doctrine and how we do uh, our, our mission mm-hmm. giving. Uh, doctrinally is the Baptist faith and message. And um, it's, one thing I love about it, Rocks, is that I mean it's, I think it's a great discipleship tool of hey here's 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 some here's some scriptures and here's some doctrines that are basis of our belief. But it's pretty it's in some areas it's a pretty wide right. river that that you know. In fact, we even got into a debate about abortion, which mm-hmm. we may or may not get into in this conversation <laughs> about um, the Baptist faith and message talks about the sanctity of human life. Right. It didn't go into as detail as some people like. Same way about salvation, same way about a lot of different Holy Spirit, whatever doctrine it is. I like the fact that there is some freedom there. Right. There's not freedom about salvation. Absolutely. Jesus Christ alone. Um, But one of the main reasons we we meet when we come together is that we might uh, celebrate what's happened for Mm -hmm. the whole year. So the convention goes on, the the convention offices are at 10 Remington Drive in, in Little Rock and I'd encourage you if you've never been there to go. And uh, have you? Have you ever, I need to that's think. That's the first I've heard of that. So yeah, <laughs> it is it's a beautiful office. Uh, that's a great story. Even how that came to be. It used to be downtown Little Rock and had a great office, and just a wonderful 
deal happen that they can move out there. Um, but great facilities, and um, that's where we have our, our during the year meetings, and then once a year we meet for this annual mm-hmm. meeting, which is two days, and it's a celebration again what's going on. And one thing that I wanted to, to, to get in this, and then I'm going to actually let you talk, Rox, the, uh, is that 99% of what's happening in Southern Baptist life in the local church and in the big convention, the state convention, is something worth celebrating. I mean, absolutely. You know, <laughs> there's so much that, I mean, everybody can find the negative, you know, yeah. and, and I tend to be the glasses half empty guy. I can find something wrong about everything. In fact, you know, I'm just sitting in this room right here and I can find something I can nitpick about it. But, well, that, this is out of place. Me, that's, mostly. That, yeah, no, just no, me. Not, not you. Not, not you. <laughs> but we can always find that. And we, we're, the culture we're in right now tends to find what is, what's wrong mm. with this instead of saying, hey, what's right with what's going on? Mm, absolutely. And, and I feel that way about Southern Baptist. Well, now, now that I've gotten gotten that that was important, I wanted you to hear that we are Southern Baptist, and I'm proud to be Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you made a statement about though. I want. I, I'm just throwing this at you. I didn't even mention this to you. Um, you're Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. but you made a statement about being Christian first. Mm-hmm. Talk, say, talk a little bit about that about about your commitment to being Christian over being Southern Baptist. Well, I just think, you know, you hear so many debates over different denominations and things like that. And one of our speakers this week talked about it's time for godly men and godly women to come together and to join yeah. in this fight. And and for me, I just think that I'm a Southern Baptist because what my convictions are, my beliefs through what Scripture says lines up with what I believe the Baptist faith message says. But... If it goes different from that, if they right. start changing what they believe through the sanctity of life or through salvation and baptism and things like that, my, my number one alliance is to Jesus Christ. Um, and so, again, I'm, I'm a, I consider myself a Southern Baptist because I believe it lines up well with yeah. um, what Scripture says. Uh, but if they were to change, if they were to, to go off the deep end, um, like a lot of denominations have, and they yeah. start, you know, and they start getting into more of a works-based um, religion. Mm-hmm. I'm not a religion guy. I'm yeah. a I'm a Christ and Christ alone guy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and, and, and as somebody who's who's been at this a long time, most of my life been Southern Baptist, uh, and all my salvation time have been for certain. Uh, the uh, we're not there, and we're and hopefully we don't go there. But I'm with you. I, I'm I'm we, we need to be committed to Christ first over over any denomination, even even over any church, absolutely you know, as well. So what were some of your what were some of the highlights of this? And so you know the this was this was our uh, uh, brochure. It was compelled was the theme, and we heard that a whole bunch, didn't we? The uh, uh, that was the theme of of the convention, and uh, everything kind of revolved around that from pastors' conference to the which happens on Monday to the. Uh, uh, actual convention on Tuesday and Wednesday, but so just what are some things that just jumped out to you? Surprising, encouraging, mm-hmm. uh, just anything in general. I think the first thing when I just saw the theme being compelled, um, I, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Is because of what Jesus has done in our lives, it compels us to respond to Him in obedience, mm-hmm. and and so I love just kind of where they came from, that point of view, mm-hmm. and what what they were trying to to get churches within the state of Arkansas to come together, you know, out of a response of what Jesus has done, um, to come together and to continue to be faithful to him above everything else. And I think that the number one most encouraging thing for me was, you know, in, in two and a half days, there was, I don't know how many people were there, thousands, but 
you could just see there was a unity there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and like you said, you know, the, the majority of the things that Southern Baptists do are really mm-hmm. good. And unfortunately, throughout the other 362 days of the year, you only yeah. hear about the bad. Yeah. Um, but when you come together and you get in this room and you hear these reports of what's going on all over the state of Arkansas and the good and what God is doing through the local church, through churches that have 20 members, you know, the, the, the good right. that he's doing there, um, it was really encouraging to me. And then I, I was... I mentioned this to you a little bit ago of just the uh, the speakers that came in, and there was uh, Robbie Gowdy from Tennessee and H.B. Charles from Florida and Noe Garcia from Arizona, and then several within the state. Um, and so these are, for lack of a better word, pretty famous pastors, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. throughout the throughout the nation, and every one of their message aligned with it's not doctrine, it's not theology, it's not our works it's not our programs it's Mm -hmm. not our resources that is not what's going to build god's church and i mean and hb charles says Mm -hmm. well you know jesus says i will build my church yeah yeah and i was so convicted when he said that is it's jesus's church and jesus is going to build his church and as a believer as a christ follower i'm called to just be a part of that in any way he allows me to be and so that was that was probably the most encouraging thing. Was just to remind. I mean, these guys are doctors and have all this mm. education, and, and it never got into theology. They never yeah. got into that. It was always Christ and Christ alone. And Robbie Gowdy, I mean, spoke on the power of prayer. Yes. Of yeah. he he was. I mean, he, he was very adamant to pastors. Pastors, your education is not better than mm. the Holy Spirit. Mm. I mean, yeah. I don't care how educated you are. You're you're not more powerful than the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we need to spend time on our knees in our offices praying yeah. for our churches. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was what was encouraging to me. And that's what I would encourage our churches. We've got to let Jesus lead in this, and it mm-hmm. starts with us getting on our knees and and lifting. Hit Jesus' name up and asking Him to come down and to do a major move within our church. Yeah, you know, and there's so much. I got so much. I always get so much out of the speakers. It, it is it is a great uh, great thing to be able to hear. Uh, and by the way, you can go online. And yes. absc.org. Is that where you? I don't. Is it .org? You just yeah, Google so the Arkansas it's, it's Southern Baptist yeah. Convention. Yeah, yeah it, it has a live stream, yeah, and it shows it, every speaker. I mean, basically the entire thing. Yeah, you can yeah. see all the yeah. debates and things like that, and all kinds of yeah, stuff. If you so. really want to watch debates, yeah. but uh, <laughs> if you have that illness that you want to see that, yeah. but, uh, and there really weren't a lot. There, no. I mean, it was minor compared yeah, just to, to some some really just two, and they weren't yeah. really debates. Yeah. I don't no. think so. It, the, it was uh, very good. Uh, but one thing, I, what you mentioned about Robbie Gallaty, so. Uh, uh, and I'm always, you know, what I love about a good convention is that if it inspires me to have real life change, that, yes. that's beyond, and I'm praying for me personally, that this is beyond this week. You know, you, mm-hmm. when, when I was a kid and I'd go to church camp, I'd come back, and you saw this as a children's pastor. You'd mm-hmm. take kids to camp, and then you'd come back, and, you know, maybe yeah. maybe a week or two. The emotional high. Yeah, the emotional yeah. high. And, and maybe you make some changes. You have a quiet time, and then two or three weeks later, you're not doing that. Yeah. Well, the you know the day after he spoke, the night actually, actually and I knew that that next day I was going to be nominated for the presidency. That uh, three o'clock in the morning I woke up, and I wake up a lot of times at three o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning. But usually I go back to sleep, or, or, or I just <laughs> lay there until I until I'm time to get up. But I just felt really convicted about what he said about how many times do you just sit. He, his sermon was. Um, Asleep in the garden, something yeah. along those terms. Yeah, it was Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. He focused on 
Peter, James, and John sleeping yeah. in Jesus' yeah. trials. And ask if we were asleep in the garden. And, yeah. and talked about just sitting alone with the Lord and even just quietness, and, and, and uh, um, which is a lot of what we try to focus on Wednesday night at the prayer gathering is just having some quiet moments of just sitting in the Lord's presence as in addition to praying. Uh, but so I went outside at 3 o'clock in the morning and, and just spent that hour with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, to be honest, I hadn't done that in a while. Yeah. And, and, and certainly hadn't been outside at 3 o'clock in the morning many times. Uh, and, you know, if you're going to be out at 3 o'clock in the morning, you, better, you need to be at home doing yeah, that. Yeah, doing your, but nothing good happens after midnight. Nothing something my good, parents always yeah, told that's me. that's right, unless, unless, <laughs> unless you're praying at home or some, some, some good safe place. But I, I was, I was oh, this is awesome. And, and Dr. Ronnie Floyd, who, who uh, I just mentioned to you, just sent me an encouraging word just a minute ago, um, has, has spoken about that, has taught me that personally about how giving those times to the Lord early mm-hmm. in the morning important and you can do it any time of the day of course that you know three o'clock maybe early in the morning it may be late night depending <laughs> on how, what, what time you go to bed but that we as pastors we ought to be doing that and and, mm. and i can't expect our church to do that if i'm not doing right. that and if i do that i do believe it's going to impact my life and my perspective and changing my attitude and and my focus speaking of that and part of the reason I, I said that is that when I was here in 2015, just filling in for about eight weeks uh, while the church was without a pastor, uh, we did a, we did a one day prayer gathering on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and it was very moving. I, I you know six years ago I remember that service, and I said, in fact, afterwards people in the church camp and said, this was awesome. Yeah, we didn't we didn't think having a prayer meeting on Sunday morning was a good idea, but it was it was awesome. Nobody, if anybody disliked it, they didn't tell me. But which I appreciate that, but the uh, uh, it was very moving, and they said, "Hey, we we hope we can do this again." And so, you know, I wasn't here for a year. I came as pastor. I've been here almost five years, and I'm very convicted that we haven't done that in these five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do that before the fifth year happens. We're going to do that at the end of this year, first of of, of next year. We're going to have a Sunday morning, and and uh, um, basically what we do on Wednesday night, we're going to do in expanded form. On a Sunday morning, but but uh, that that was powerful. I didn't mean to cut you off on that. No, you're great. Um, uh, so those were those were encouraging things. Anything surprise you about? I mean, not having been to to Arkansas Baptist State Convention. Uh, I guess I would say that what I don't know if it was really surprising, but it, again, it was more of an encouragement of. How I mean, sometimes you just feel isolated in your own church. Yeah. You know, we're on our own. I mean, because even honestly, we don't work well enough with the churches here nearby, yeah. and that's yeah. that's a fault of the church. And it's been yeah. like that in Fort Worth, where I was. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think we, we always try to take on this. We're going to reach this community by ourselves, and, right. and right. I don't think we really believe that. But that's sometimes <clears throat> what's modeled. Yeah, and, and just being in a room where you could just see we're all on the same team. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, again, Robbie spoke to that about, you know, a baptism that takes place in Little Rock is mm. a victory for this church yeah. here because um, yeah. we are all on Jesus' team. And, and, again, I think that just that unity that I saw was just really incredible and just yeah. the fellowship that took place in the four-year area and the fellowship hall of um, and just the colleges here in the state, you know, Washita and, and Williams, yeah. um, of their desire to continue to build <laughs> Uh, the next generation of leaders and again it was just a 
it was just a great reminder that, man, God's people are everywhere. And we're yeah. just talking about one tiny state. Yeah. I mean, this is going on all over the world. Yeah. And uh, it, it was just really a, a great reminder and encouragement that, man, God is working. If we don't personally see it in our lives, we, we may be in that season right now, but it doesn't right. mean that, that Jesus stopped working. Yeah. And, and the Holy Spirit is on the move working in lives and churches. Yeah. All over and, the state and, and all over the nation. Want, you know, and, and honestly, our history as a church, we've not been engaged in the state convention mm-hmm. or even local association. And I'm not knocking into the past. I'm just saying we haven't been, and we missed out on something mm-hmm. as a church. I've, I, I was, I started out in ministry that way. I started out as small church pastor. Yeah. Hey, if you didn't go find some other folks, it was very lonely. Yeah. When you're the only staff member, when there's only a handful of people in your church, and I went to associational meetings and state conventions right. for that encouragement and realize, hey, I've got brothers and sisters. And so I built a family mm-hmm. and I was so glad to get to introduce you to some of those. And man, it was just like, it's like a big family reunion right. to me. And so I'm seeing Don That's what Moore. it felt like. You you knew everybody. <laughs> when, you're, when you're old, if you know, it's like you live long enough, everybody, you, you're kind of like the old person around there. But I was walking through the, the lobby and there's Don Moore who has preached at this church and loves this church. And I was so glad that you got to meet him. I, you know, uh, we had a conversation. We're going to follow up a conversation later on. Uh, Dr. Ben Sales, the president mm-hmm. of Washington. So these people that, that, you know, in Baptist life in Arkansas are kind of, we, I put it on a pedestal. They, these are great men of God. And yet we don't have any other time probably when we can, mm. you know, you may not be able to access them or they're busy, but at one time we can all be there together. And I, it is, it's a great family reunion. Um, and then, and then to see pastors and and pastors here locally and across the state and just meet people. You know, one of my best friends is uh, that we don't we don't see each other except usually during the state mm-hmm. convention is Larry White from <laughs> Cherokee Village, Arkansas, and uh, he's a godly man. And, that's the and, guy I voted for. That's the guy you voted for. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, he wasn't running. But but I hoped a lot of people were going to vote for him. But it is it's this great family, and, and we do have a lot more in common than we do have yeah. opposed to us. I want I want to I'm going to stir the pot here a little bit. You you mentioned something, and then even the uh, uh, I may get in trouble for this, but even the oh uh, Arkansas Democrat Gazette reporter that talked to me afterwards ask about this but 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 you mentioned that that as you looked around there weren't a lot of african americans there Mm -hmm. and weren't weren't many his any any person of color or people outside of a lot of older white folks there that yeah um well i think that is and what we're what we're going to do about that boy boy you weren't expecting (laughs) that i wasn't expecting that one um i'll be honest with you and i don't i mean i've I usually just speak my mind, and yeah. it gets me in trouble yeah. a lot. But uh, but I, I think we we definitely have a, um, I mean, some churches can be. I'm not saying this. I mean Woodland Heights at all. I mean, but just churches. I mean, we can be pretty exclusive. Yeah. Um, I think naturally though, cultures tend to blend together. Yeah. I mean, they, or they 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 were you tend know, and, on, and I, I don't remember the the guys the Hispanic pastor's name. Noy Garcia. No, no, no. It, no. it was on the panel. Sat next to. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name, but he said that. You know, he goes, "Man, it's nothing wrong or right about what we're doing." Right. He goes, "We just have cultural differences, and that's okay." Yeah. And so I think that naturally does. Right. But a lot of it is is we just don't invite people in well. Uh, I mean, there there is still a. I mean, and I think it's 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 Satan has caused this divide because because yeah. he doesn't want God's people yeah. to come together, and and I think that's been a huge part of that. Um, it, it's just it's 
Satan. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's it's been a division that he has caused yeah. for thousands of years. Yeah. I mean, he has always put different cultures against each other. Right. And there's been war against each other. Yeah. And so there's different types of that war, but it's still going on. And, and, and you know, something that I told the reporter was he asked about women, that one of the... Uh, committees there were no women on the platform he says that is that a rule and i said absolutely not in fact one of our executive committee requires that there be a certain number of women on that committee mm-hmm. um but you know and again i'm not for quotas i'm not i don't right. think we need to do that but we we in this day and age we need to be aware we need we need to be we and not not what the culture says just because that's what the bible says yeah. you know but i mean one day every nation tribe and tongue is going to be represented around the throne uh, they need to be represented when God's people gather, and we do need to, like we're, our church is doing in, in establishing uh, churches for different cultures for the Hispanic. I mean, you know, we've we're, we we welcome Hispanics to our church. Mm-hmm. We also realize that some people are just not as comfortable, particularly yeah. for a, an English only service. Um, I have been to African American churches, black churches, um, and the culture. Uh, that church was different than any mm-hmm. I'd been to before. It was very comfortable to, to other people, uh, but we, we've got to do a better job of that. And, and we, we have come a distance, but there's mm-hmm. more to be done. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful because I know, and, and all I got to do is step back and look at some other denominations and see where, well, they're not as good, but we're not, we're not comparing ourselves to brand X. Right. What does the Lord want us to do? Right. And that's something we want to be, we want to be conscious of. Um, so th- there were some, there were some, issues that came up um one of those that that uh um uh that was a resolution or a motion that was passed uh was the uh sexual abuse task force um in fact this came up and i've, I've been watching the news on this rocks that missouri that day mm-hmm. mississippi that day both had resolutions that they they knocked down they, right. they, they didn't pass ours was unanimous nobody mm-hmm. voted against it uh then california i think yesterday passed the same motion almost the exact same motion we had um and so and i've i've already gotten feedback from not personally but i've just seen online you know i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna have to learn as president of the arkansas Baptist state convention not to read twitter and and all kinds of other things and even some email that i get now you remember Uh, what kyle reno said nothing good comes from social media that's that's true that's true (laughs) uh the uh but that there's already people folks saying that you know that this is just a you know cultural reaction and we're doing it because the culture tells us to do that. Um, I know personally people who have been victims mm-hmm. of people in the church um, mm-hmm. and and family members and and friends and people and, and I've, I've seen I've seen all sides of that. And this was just really a response to um, how do we maneuver this and how do mm-hmm. we handle this? And you've been a children's pastor, mm-hmm. um, and so I mean. Uh, we got it. We got to have some safeguards in place. Absolutely. In how we respond. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so did you see that as an overreaction? Do you think we're being? Um, what was your thoughts on that? I, I don't think so at all. Um, and I mean, we don't have the wording here, but I, I think the way it was worded. I do have the wording. You want me to? Was it? done very well, and and I think the reason I, I mean we don't need to because it was a few paragraphs, yeah, but yeah. I remember that the main part is basically it, it did speak specifically to the church's autonomous mm-hmm. you know yes, it's yeah. not the convention is not going to oversee the local church right. and make sure that they are implementing yeah. procedures based on what the state convention believes yeah they should um but it was more of a we want to partner with you 
Right. You know, we want to be able to help you. We want to, I mean, this is what we yeah. believe and we want to come alongside you in any way possible to help your local church because that is yeah. Jesus' church yeah. and we need to be good stewards of Jesus' right. church and his people. And and so that that's really what I felt it was going with. But I do I do agree that um, it happens, Yeah. I mean, far more than we ever yeah. want to admit. Yeah. And unfortunately, we've, you know, you know, closed our eyes to it. We've, you know, swept it talk, under the rug. We don't rug. talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And we, what we've got to do is we've got to, you know, it's not that we want to trash somebody's character or we want to, you know, not give somebody an opportunity to reform and change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we've been talking about this the last couple of days. You know, genuine repentance has got to yes. take acknowledging sin and, 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 and admitting where we've been wrong. And there are, some, there are many times that a person uh, don't, no longer needs to serve in, in ministry, needs to serve in a particular ministry mm-hmm. because of what's happened. And, and I've, I have witnessed that where I have addressed issues and dealt with it, but somebody else later mm-hmm. on in another instance didn't. In fact, I know of one instance where, where the person is in prison now for the second time yeah. because somebody didn't address that. And so um, we, just, we just need to do a good job. And, and to act as if this isn't happening is foolish. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we, but, but you're exactly right. Local church autonomy, this is not, we don't have, nobody's telling any church what right. to do, but we've got to help each other out. Yeah. And, and that's what I liked about it. It was, the, it was the spirit of, we want to come alongside you. You know, we realize that, you know, we may have resources that one local church doesn't have. And so we can come alongside and help you and guide you through that. Yeah. Um, which is what I think that really, again, I'm very new to the state convention, but yeah. I feel like that's really what Absolutely. they want to do is partner with yeah. the local church to help grow them. Um, because I, I think this is a major issue in our culture. Yeah. Um, it, it's getting worse and worse. And again, it is another thing that, you know, that Satan has, a way that Satan causes sin into this yes. world and he uses it and... There can be victory over it, but there cannot be yeah. victory over it yeah. if we don't discuss it. Right. If we don't minister to the people who are the victims, yeah. there can't be redemption for the sinner. Right. If it's never addressed. Yeah. You know, th- this person, if they just get away with it and they sweep it under the rug and it's never brought to light. Right. I mean, if there is no light there, the darkness will always stay yeah. there. Yeah. And so that's where I feel like we have to do a better job of, of, and we, of just. And we've got to help the sin. victim. We've got to help yeah. the. Vi- we've got to help. We've got to help. St- Children and and young ladies, young men, uh, older mm-hmm. men, whatever whatever the age group of the victim is, is to be to ha- to know that they can come talk to somebody yes. and that they are not guilty and that that you know that they need to be able to express mm-hmm. what's going on and we we've, we've got to be open to that and not be defensive and not you know um, not mishandle that is I think that's that's probably the biggest problem sometimes is how yep. we mishandle that. But I, I'm asking for prayer everywhere because uh, that's my assignment to put this task force together. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some really godly people, some counselors, some pastors uh, that that have dealt with this that I'm excited about possibly serving on this team. Right. So I'm, I'm next year we'll, we'll have a great. I think we'll have a great report from that. Um, that was that was to me probably the biggest thing that came out of that mm-hmm. as far as an issue. Um, anything else you got that you want to share from the convention perspective that, that before we talk about next year uh, i just thought the the seriousness of it where you know there was a lot of laughs a lot of good fellowship um but e- even the way the business meeting was i mean you know it, it's it's pretty i mean they attempt to make it as formal as possible it, i mean they take what they're doing very seriously and, mm-hmm. I, and I really appreciate that yeah. is um i think 
God takes his creation very seriously. Right. He takes sin very seriously. He took salvation very seriously. And I think where we need to do a better job is we need to take our faith more seriously. Right. And I was very encouraged at every aspect from worship to the speakers to even the way the business meeting was ran, mm-hmm. the way we brought up um, you know, resolutions that got brought up and yeah. motions that were brought up. Uh, they, they were all taken very seriously, and, yeah. and I love that. I mean, because this is God's church we're talking about. Yeah. And, I mean, it is a gift from Him that we are able to, to be in this right. room right now. Right. And, yeah. and I think we need to honor Him in the way we do that. And, and so that was one thing that's, I mean, just the, uh, it, was, it was taken very seriously. It was a joy, yeah. but it was very serious business about God's church. Right. Right, and and, and, and it, it is a well, you know, I don't want this to sound like it's just a business, but it's a well-run machine. Mm-hmm. There's a plan and a purpose. There, There's, you know, clear constitution and bylaws. There's policies and procedures that are in place. A hundred, what was this, the hundred? 168th is what it ended up being. <laughs> actual session. So this has been around a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, uh, through the cooperative program, millions of dollars is given to the Arkansas Baptist Convention, and it's sent out, and it is... There's such accountability with that mm-hmm. too, and, and and it's open about what we're doing with this money and how we're spending it, and our, our goal is continuing to get more and more of it out to the to mm-hmm. the nations. Um, I will say one more yeah. thing, because uh, and you can probably remind me of the guy's name over the uh, the guy that was the, the one talking through how we we are sending money out. Um, he um, was over the Doug Faulkner. That's yeah, it. Yeah, pastor at First Baptist Fayetteville. Um, and. and and so he was talking about the amount of money that was coming in and being good. Stu- oh no 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 no! Um, it was the attorney Bobby Thomas. That's uh, it, Bobby Arkansas Thomas. Yeah, the, the attorney. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he was talking about the amount of money that had come in, and mm-hmm. um, and you know it was just kind of there was a culture of, you know, we focus on how much money's here, and we're good stewards of the money here. Mm-hmm. And whenever he kind of took that over, of you know, we want to be good stewards of what we're sending out. Yeah. You no. Know, yeah. What What are we taking the resources that God's giving us and using those across the state and across the nation and across the world uh, to do missions and to you know make the name of Jesus known to the nations? And then you know just his you know when he said that and talked about when we stopped focusing on what we had and what we were going to send mm-hmm. out, how God honored that yeah. and the, the the what's being come what's coming in is going up and, right. and so they're sending more and more money out. And they're yeah. doing more and more things, yeah. but God's still replenishing because yeah. God's the in total control. Have gone yeah, up, you know, considerably. Yeah, through that. Yeah, and, and so that, that was yeah. really neat. And yeah. just to see when you honor God and like, hey, this isn't this is about us getting the name of Jesus to the nations. How He is mm-hmm. going to take care of the rest. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's so true. Hey, when we could talk, I could talk a long time about this, and there's so much more we could share. And I'm sure both of us would be glad to talk to somebody about this <laughs> yeah. if they want to if they want to converse about it. I would encourage you to go to absc.org mm-hmm. and you know, just and just look through everything. You can see you can see resources that are available. You can learn there, about the there's some program. great sermons. Yeah, some great, great sermons. sermons. Uh, great. And they're just material that that you just hey you want you want to learn about disaster relief. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I would encourage it. I don't know if it came out today or come out th- probably this weekend. There'll probably be an article in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette about the uh, state convention, and I'm interested to see how that turns out. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully it's reported. And I know the report was was fair this week that came out about it, but. So next year, uh, the state convention is going to be in Hot Springs, mm-hmm. First Baptist Church Hot Springs. Uh, we'll, we'll be hosting the convention. And here's the neat thing for our church personally is that um, um, I get to be a part of that program as, as, the, as the president, and I'll be speaking at some point in time during that. 
but uh, Lord willing, our worship team will mm-hmm. be a big part of that. And so, um, you know, I think we got the best worship team around. I'm not, no offense to everybody else. Everybody's doing the best they can, but uh, I, it's just, they're good. Part, part of it's because I know, <laughs> we know those people, yeah. you know, and they're genuine. Their hearts they're are real. there. Yeah. yeah. And so I can't wait for them to go to Hot Springs and mm-hmm. be able to share and, and lead the whole state convention in worship. Mm. And then to be able to get to, I've, I've had the opportunity a couple of times to preach the state convention and it's a blessing. And so I'm excited about that, but I want, I'd love to have, I'd love to have 150 of our people go to yep. Hot Springs next, Hey, take a vacation, you know, middle of the week. Yeah. And, uh, uh, do the good things you can do in Hot Springs. There's a lot of good things you can do in Hot Springs. There's some things you don't need to do in Hot Springs, but there's a lot of great things down there, yeah. a lot of place, places to visit. But uh, October 26th and 27th of next year, hope that you'll do that. Uh, I appreciate Rox sharing about this, and uh, this is part of this whole cornucopia series we're doing. Rox <laughs> is going to come back in a few weeks, and we're going to talk about a whole other subject. Uh, but uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to uh, Sunday Talks, and appreciate you, Rox, uh, being part of this. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you.